Hello, people. Welcome to the second episode of the podcast, Danyat Maybe. This is Georgian Grigori. And, uh, well, yeah. what are we going to do today? Hello, listeners. Uh, today we have a little surprise for you. Instead of doing the second part of uh, what does the future hold, we will instead discuss the popular apps that you can use on your iPhone and on your Android phones. Maybe not so popular. Maybe not so popular. Not all of them, but, yeah, but, yeah interesting They're, apps for us. It will definitely be very useful for you. And uh, don't worry about the part two of uh, what does the future hold, because it will eventually come someday. We hope so. Yeah. Let's go. So, uh, for those who just joined us, I'd like to remind you that we're talking about popular apps, or not so popular apps actually, but just apps that will be cool to have on your phone. And uh, all of them are for free, so if you get interested, you can just note them down and then download them. Before we get onto them, we would like to say what platforms and what phones we use. So, uh, I use a Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy S4 and uh, I have Android 4.42, which is a Android KitKat, and uh, George? Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I have an iPhone 4S right now, and uh, right now I'm running uh, iOS 8.1.1, and uh, well, yeah, and this will also be some sort of podcast where we'll just describe our favorite apps on our phones, it'll be like, what's on my iPhone or what's on my Samsung phone, and uh, well, who's going to go first? I think you can start with your... Okay. Uh, I'll start with an iOS exclusive app. It's called tap to track <clears throat> And right now, um, I live alone here in Copenhagen and I have a job. So I need to somehow have a budget of all my income and my expenses. And this app lets me easily uh, track all my expenses. And every time I make a purchase, um, I, I just... It put it into the app and it calculates everything by category and um, it tells me uh, whether I have to spend more or less money in this month by by looking at the charts it provides. I think it's a very neat app. Um, it's it's very nicely made. It's uh, very plain looking because it's iOS uh, iOS eight and uh, it also has. Uh, syncing uh, with uh, your account so you can also access your account from the web and input all the data from the web all in all uh, I've tried several um, budget tracking apps and this so far is my favorite but what about you looks like a very nice app I've just seen it on your phone and it definitely has some uh, nice charts that basically tell you what your budget is at so if you have problems with your finances and you can't really track them then you should definitely look up tap yeah, and, to track and, and it's one word not the three separate words but one tap to track yeah and you can get the free account for free and there's also a paid account where you can do some syncing with uh, uh, yeah with the cloud and uh, it it also tells you whether you're spending too much money or too little money if um, your monthly budget is red then you're spending too much and Unfortunately, mine is red all the time. Yeah, this app still hasn't helped me, but it's on the way. So, you also have some apps, Greg. Yeah, I would like to discuss um, an app that's um, 
very nice if you want to have access to your home desktop computer from wherever you are it's called the Chrome Remote Desktop so uh, <clears throat> what it does is that you install this app on your phone and then you install that app on your computer and you just basically allow your computer to uh, be accessed by the phone and then you make a pin code and then whenever your computer is online so when it's connected to Wi-Fi uh, then you can access it from your phone I would like to note to note that uh, if your computer is in sleep mode then it's off so you can't use it but what the app basically does is that you can uh, just uh, use your computer from your phone so if I turn it on I will just have my desktop on my screen and I can move the mouse around I can open different documents I can uh, even turn on YouTube videos or some video games so it's definitely a great app if you would like if you have some documents on your computer that you have uh, forgotten to take with you somewhere and you'd like to access them you can definitely use that app and uh, yeah if you bought some games on Steam or something and you want to track how the download is going you can also do that so it's definitely very nice yeah and as we mentioned in the previous podcast you study in Sweden and you live in Denmark so yeah. um, if you're not taking your computer with you if you have like a short day in your uni and you need to access some documents that's a very very, yeah, very exactly. nice um, app yeah, that okay. lets you allow to open the documents uh, yeah, and exactly. it's an Android only app right? yeah it's an Android only app yeah. Yeah. Oh, sadly and uh, I'll repeat it again it's Chrome Remote Desktop you can just uh, search for it online and uh, I've just uh, yeah the instruction you have to go through some simple steps but it's very well explained in the guide there so you should have no problems with installing it yeah I'm sure it gives you like a, a an easy tour yeah. of how to start up yeah nothing difficult okay I have another app uh, it's called Bean, uh, B-E-E-N and uh, it's running you can get it both on iOS and Android um, I love this app because, uh, first of all, um, I travel quite a bit, and uh, secondly, uh, it lets you easily show where you've been in the world. So, uh, when you start up the app, it tells you to pick the countries where you've been, and then you put your uh, your phone in horizontal mode, and it just displays all the countries in a different color from the other countries on the world map, uh, and uh, I just think it's a beautiful app and it's so simple like let me show you I'm starting it up and then I'm turning it around and it gives me the percentage of the world where I've been to mm. and uh, it gives me uh, like the amount of countries I've been to no so no. yeah like right now I have the gray orange mode turn it turned on and I think it's pretty cool yeah, if only I could print it out yeah uh, but yeah that's just a sweet little app I, I just want to share with you guys. Um, yeah, it's nice if you travel a lot and you want to keep track of where you've been. It's definitely a nice app. It uh, looks very nice and you can easily see and visualize where you've been in the world and where you should go and to what parts of the world you should come. Talking of seeing and viewing, I'm looking at your list right now. Uh, what is What is the next thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to discuss this app, which is, uh, well, it's um, the people who are interested in uh, 
looking for stars, I think would be very excited for this app. It's called SkyMap and it's for both platforms, it's for Android and for iOS. I just cracked my back, sorry. So SkyMap, uh, what it basically does is uh, when you start it up, you just uh, move your camera and it will show you what uh, stars you're looking at. The one uh, I'm not—I've never tried it on iOS, of course. But on my Android, you can also make push notifications, so it will tell you when some comet is passing by, some stars, and you can uh, be ready to see that comet, and you will know where it is because it will tell you where to look for. So it's definitely very nice, especially if you're outside of the big city and uh, it's nice weather out, and you can see the stars. And you can just look around and you can basically name them all with that app. It will tell you all about it. Yeah, I've heard of this app for iOS, obviously. Um, uh, it has even been featured on the Apple website. Like, it's been featured in one of the Apple ads. So, it's a pretty big app on iOS as well. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Called SkyMap. Yeah, just SkyMap on both iOS and Android. Yeah. Uh, the next app I would love to mention is called Travel List. Again, it has to do with traveling, and uh, it's an iOS-only app. Uh, if you don't like making uh, packing lists for traveling, this is that for you. Uh, yeah, I'm the person who hates packing, and uh, it's it makes packing so much easier because when you start up the app, it gives you an already pre-made a list of things you need to take with you. Uh, it take it just uh, creates a list of the commonly most commonly used and mm, items to for people to take with um, uh, for for the trips. And you can you can choose if you're going scuba diving or if you're going skiing, and it just makes the list for you. And when you start packing, you just go through the list and you just check the items off. And there are also some other neat features in the app, like. Uh, creating a schedule for your travels or uh, creating like deadlines for packing and there's also a variety of other settings in the app and it has like a vintage uh, it, it's made in the vintage style um, I, ju I just love this app whenever I travel even if it's for two days or a week I always use it because I don't want to forget my nail clipper or my socks Whatever. <laughs> Very nice app, yeah. And it's uh, only for iOS. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's free. That's a good question. It's been a while since I downloaded it. I've used it for a couple of years now. That's a nice app. Well, talking about traveling, I would like to mention Foursquare. I'm not sure if uh, our listeners heard about that app, but uh, I think it's getting quite popular right now. And uh, of course, it's for both Android and iOS. And basically, what it uh, does is, is that when you're in some nice restaurant uh, or just in some park or wherever you are, you can uh, check yourself in and leave a little review about the place you've been at. Maybe if it's at the restaurant, it's about the food and the service. So when the people are choosing, the ones who are in that area choosing a place to eat, they can. Uh, Look up the reviews of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's like other apps like Yelp or Google. They give you recommendations, right? Yeah. But this app, um, it 
looks up your own interests in food and like I don't know music, and it gives you very unique recommendations for just you in particular. So like let's say if you like tacos, it's gonna give you、uh, a taco restaurant instead of a pizza place, right? Yeah, it's、uh, definitely a very nice app, and、um, yeah, basically whenever you want to go out somewhere. And you don't know what place to choose. You can always just check out the Foursquare, and it will tell you what there is to visit around and where to go to have food. And yeah, the Foursquare company—they also own a different app. Well, they've pretty—they've made a new app.、Uh, it's called Swarm, and with the help of that, you can check in different places. I find that very cool. Like whenever I go anywhere,、uh, I'm I'm the geeky friend who always pulls out his phone and asks his friends if they want to be checked in. Like I don't know, in in a park or、uh, some some street or in a store. And by that you can gain points. And、uh, if you become a mayor of a place by checking in several times, you can get like a free coffee somewhere. I I love this app. Yeah, that's also a nice feature about that. That.、Uh... Basically, if you check in, of for instance, I think if you that was、uh, I'm not sure if they still have it, but in this big mall here in Copenhagen, if you would check in, you would basically get a shopping bag for free. Yeah, like other places, you get a coffee or、yeah. like a free starter for your lunch or some、yeah. sales. So it's definitely very nice. So if you're a shopaholic or if you like checking in, being the geeky friend, or if you just like finding places that. Suit you, which everyone does.、Uh, check out Foursquare. I mean, it's it's a great app. Yeah, and it basically also helps you to organize the places where you've been at, and、uh, whenever you're in doubt where to go, you can also just look at the places you've been at, look at your reviews, and just choose it. So that's a very nice app if you don't know where to eat or go have some fun. Yeah.、Uh, now we have a couple of translating apps, right? Yep.、Uh, I have one. It's called World Lens. I think it's owned by Google, and it's both for Android and iOS.、Uh, this app is perfect for traveling, especially in,、uh, well, yeah,、uh, in places around Europe.、Uh, it has a list of preset languages you can download for the phone, and basically, what it allows you to do is.、Uh, It accesses your camera, and whenever you take your phone out and put it next to a、uh, and put it next to a text of a foreign language, it translates the foreign language text to your own language you have chosen in the settings of the app.、Uh, so let's say I take out my phone, I put it up to a menu of an Italian restaurant, and right on the screen. I can see the words、um, in Italian change to Russian, let's say,、yes. or English, and I think it's a perfect app for traveling, especially when you need to read some road signs or、uh, in a yeah in a different country, or again yeah the menu, or if you want to see if your hotel is closed and it's in French, and I don't speak a word of French,、uh, that app. Would save me. I've haven't traveled. I just downloaded the app, honestly. But I will. I will try it out later on. I'll see if it works. And you have a different app. Yeah, I have an app that、uh, can help you basically talk to the people in the foreign country. So it's called S Translator. And as far as I'm aware, it was、uh, already installed on my phone. 
but I've uh, updated it, and now in the new update they have this uh, new feature, which is, uh, for instance, uh, if uh, I want to ask a question how to get to the metro station, and uh, the person just uh, speaks uh, Italian and uh, I speak English, so I let I give him my phone, and then he speaks in Italian, and it basically translates it to me right away, and then I can ask something else in English, it'll translate it for him in Italian. So this app uh, allows you to have conversations with the people that don't speak your language, and it's uh, very nice. I've uh, not tried it too many times, but uh, as far as I'm, as far as the I'm aware it translates quite well, and um, the, I'm not sure if it's the microphone, but uh, normally when I say something in Russian, it uh, writes it ex write exactly what I said, so it doesn't mess up the words. Yeah, Russian is quite complicated, because we have different endings of each word, so it yes. must be pretty good at recognizing it. Yeah, and uh, you can imagine that this app, I mean, if someone tells you... Uh, Somewhere that has some different meaning, the conversation can't uh, basically start if the translator is wrong. But as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, it's actually really nice. So uh, if you're out somewhere and there are no signs and anything, and you see some person, just come to him and uh, you can have a conversation with him if you have that app that, quite easily. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Cause I've been in a situation where I could totally use that app. Uh, I was waiting for my flight in the Copenhagen airport once, and uh, uh, there was a guy, uh, well, they closed the gate for the previous flight um, across the hall, and they were waiting for the next plane to come, uh, and that plane was going to Turkey, the next plane. And I saw an old Dana, uh, an old Turkish guy come up, uh, an old Turkish man come up to, to the um, staff, um, of the of the boarding room or yeah the waiting room and he was just trying to get in there because he thought he missed his flight and I could totally use this app to like say something in Russian and it would t like instantly translate it to Turkish and I would explain to him that the gate was the gate uh, the, the, the plane that took off wasn't the plane to like for Turkey it was it was a different uh, plane and he just had to wait half an hour that could totally be useful. Yeah, so if you like to travel, you should definitely have Translator and the World Lens. Yeah. Okay, I have an app now. We didn't know if we had to mention it, but um, I personally like this app. Um, I shouldn't be that happy about it. I should be more sad. Okay. Uh, the app is called Metadata. So it's M-E-T-A. D-A-T-A, -A, and it's iOS exclusive. Um, this app uh, tells you whenever the US military forces uh, kill any people in Egypt, uh, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, and whenever like an, a US drone um, hits a house and kills a family, you get a notification. And this app uh, also features um, a map uh, with all the killings that have taken uh, that that took place in the last two years or three years, I think. And it just this app just shows you how unpeaceful the world is right now. Like if I look at the 
uh, last notifications I've received. Uh, November 26th, which is basically three days ago, uh, Pakistan. Eight people killed, two injured. There may be more dead bodies under the rubble. Or uh, on the 20th of November, also in Pakistan, six people were killed when a U.S. drone fired missiles at, her, at a home. Um, what do you think about this app, Greg? Uh, well, you've, I've seen this app before. I'm not going to lie. And well, it's, uh, yeah, I've shown it to you. Yeah. It's uh, really shocking, I think. I was not... Uh, I... Uh, basically thought that uh, things like that could take place but uh, when you re look at the map there's uh, you you realize how often it happens so uh, i would say that every 3 days something like this happens every yeah. so three, it's, four days and it's definitely very shocking and uh, th this uh, app allows you to read a little story of what was happening also so the i remember the one i read was uh, when the missile was fired at a car and there was a guy sleeping in it so it's definitely a very depressing app but uh, well it lets you know the truth I guess which is important yeah um, and yeah it really shows you how the world is right now and it's been on the app store for quite a while right now and I'm really interested how it hasn't been pulled from the app store yet because it's quite a controversial app if I was sure. if I was taking care of uh, the U.S. safety uh, uh, yeah apps on App Store, I would not let this app go through. Yeah. Okay, you have a different app, Greg. Yeah, well, the app I have is uh, it's uh, it's not really an app, but it was again on my phone, and uh, it's called Photo. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you own a uh, Samsung S phone, then you should have that app. Yeah, but it's not just the photos. You're, you're talking about a, yes. a feature yes. in the photos. The yeah. App is the, yeah, the app is the photo, but the really cool feature about it is if you slide to the right, you can see there's a small window that's called Adventures. And uh, I've realized about this uh, feature not so while ago when I've been to Barcelona. Uh, that was th four months ago. Basically, when I left the Copenhagen and uh, yeah, I've traveled, I've been like, around Barcelona and then uh, traveled to some other places around it. And when I came back to Copenhagen, my phone notified me that uh, it created some uh, adventure thing for me. And I checked it out. And uh, it's like a slideshow, right? It's like, yeah, it's basically a slideshow and it tells me that you left to. Barcelona on the 22nd of June and then on the, and then it shows it to you on the map your flight basically how that's pretty went. neat yeah and then uh, it shows you some pictures that you've taken and then also f uh, on 25th it told me that I had to travel to Barcelona and it also tr shows me on the map how I traveled to Barcelona and again it puts some pictures of some places the one that it takes from Google and then put some of my pictures oh, in there. so it uses some from Google. It doesn't yeah. just use yours. No, it shows sort of the comparison. So if you travel to Barcelona for a week and you haven't taken a single picture, it will also from... do that, yeah. Oh, that's pretty And uh, for the pictures that you have taken, you can also add some uh, notes. So you can say this is the park in the center of Barcelona or something like this. And uh, it's definitely very nice. And uh, why I'm uh, telling you about this uh, app is... Uh, I'm not the app, but this feature because uh, 
I haven't really seen many people use this, and um, I think it's uh, the one feature of the app photo that everyone should be aware of, because it definitely it basically makes you a slideshow for a travel, so you don't have to put anything together; it will just do it. Yeah, guys, if you like, if you own an an Android phone running 4.4 or higher, you should definitely check it out. Because like, yeah, if I like, I don't have an Android right now, but I think it's a neat feature. Yeah. I would love to have it. You just take the photos and then at the end of your travel, once you're back home, it will... It does uh, it automatically. Right? Yeah, exactly. It does it automatically. So we'll just put all the pictures together for you and uh, yeah, keep this um, memory of the travel for you. That's you can also upload it onto your Google Plus account if you have that one, so you will always have it. It's not just on your phone, so you can always have it. Google Plus, uh, so many people use it. <laughs> okay, sorry. But it's yeah, it's not just to use it, but it's just so you also have, always have it, no matter what happens with your phone. Yeah, okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah. The next app I would like to mention is called Knock. K-N-O-C-K, just like Knock. And um, it's for all you Apple fanatics out there, um, for all the... Mac and iPhone users. Uh, what it allows you to do is um, it can, like your Mac, connects to your phone via a low Bluetooth connection. And uh, what it allows you to do is to unlock your Mac with a knock on your phone. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can just look it up on Google. Uh, they have uh, a great, a great uh, ad for how it works. Uh, but you just give your phone permission to unlock your computer and if you're far away, let's say if if you're uh, in your office or if you're in school and you just left your computer open and it locks, no one can unlock it without your phone or the password. So, And whenever you come back, you don't have to input your password because like I, for example, have, have quite quite a long password of maybe 20 digits, and I can't always be bothered to type it in. Yeah, and it's also, I think it will be quite handy if uh, you've forgotten some, uh, if you live somewhere in the dorm in the uni and you've, uh, you're at some lecture, and uh, you forgot to print out some documents, and you can always just uh, let your friend access your computer by just knocking, and then he can print the things for you. So Yeah, but it needs to be your phone. Well then, you do it on your phone, and he does it from here. Or does the phone? No, it has to be. It has right, to be close because it's right. connected through a low Bluetooth connection. Right. Then yeah. Yeah, because. But it's yeah. Then it's nice when you have a really long password and you can just. Yeah, like I when I first saw the ad, I was like, "Who would spend money on this?" Because I think it's a dollar on the App Store, and I was like, "Who would spend money on this?" And like, after looking at the website for another five minutes, I was like. I will totally download this. <laughs> like I got it straight away, and I've been using it since then because it's very neat and it's it's pretty cool to show off if you have some friends and come over coming over and they're like, George, what's your password for the computer? And I'm like, none. And I just knock on my phone in the pocket, and it just unlocks my my Mac. Yeah, exactly. Very neat. Yeah. You have anything else? No. Oh, do you? Okay, I have. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could talk about this one, but I'll mention a different app. Uh, it's called Everyday. Yeah. Um, it's one word, Everyday. Uh, it's an iOS-only app, and what it 
does mm-hmm. is it tells you to take a picture of yourself uh, well every day or every week or um, as often as you want you can change that in the settings and uh, he, it aligns uh, the pictures of your face you take every day um, with a grid and when you've taken a certain amount of pictures let's say a hundred every day uh, you can go to the video part of the app and create a, uh, create a video of you changing uh, well literally because uh, it, it just creates a very quick slideshow of all your pictures you have of yourself like uh, I could I could show it to you now yeah. or I mean you've seen it I, I mean I, you I can think, like yeah, yeah, seen, yeah you can post it and uh, I haven't changed really much for the last two years but you can see my haircuts you can see my hair grow and then being short very fast again I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's a, I've seen it and yet it really looks nice. <laughs> it's it's very interesting to track how you change. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been more chubby two years ago and it's fun to see like how I'm slimming down. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's a cool thing, yeah. So the last step, it's uh, iCam. And I think this one is for... Uh, Both iOS and Android. I think the iCam, I mean, probably it's different for the name of it, it's different for Android. Oh, yeah, Probably. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait, let me see. I'll go on the website. But yeah, the iCam. Basically, what it lets you do is you connect your phone to your computer. Yeah, on the website it says that you can get it for Android. Oh yeah, you can get that for it. Yeah, it's called iSpy or iSpy Free on Android, and on iOS it's called iCam. And there is a free version and there is a pro version. Yeah. And basically what it does is that you connect your phone to your computer and you can uh, um, you turn on the camera on your laptop. Yeah, using the app. Yeah. yeah, it launches your webcam. Yeah, and uh, then you're basically live streaming your room or your house. And the cool thing about it is that it tells you when it detects emotion. Or audio. Yeah, yeah. so eventually if... Uh, there's a burglar in your house, if there's robbery, you will be aware of it right away. And or, yeah, if you're like uh, a young student like us and you you don't have the money to buy a uh, a, a cam a security camera to install for the those three, four hundred dollars, uh, you can you can just use your computer. You can leave it at home and just have your app running in the background and well, for example, I I get notifications when whenever whenever I leave my house saying that there is a motion and the cool thing about this app is you can also set it to record any motion motion events so if there is happening anything in your house and or if you want to see if the people who you trusted your plans to water your plants when you left for holidays uh, if you want to see how they're doing it you can you can just leave your yeah. Mac at home or yeah PC at home with the app running in the background. It's very neat. Yeah, and it's, uh, if you don't want the pro version, you can always download the free one. Yeah, so I think the only difference... Yeah, I think the only difference is that... The quality of the video uh, and the... The quality of the video, first of all. Secondly, I'm pretty sure you cannot save uh, any motion events. Mm. Uh, like, they don't save to your phone or to the memory of your computer. Like, you can only stream live if it's a free version. 
Mm. But right now it's good enough for me because I can I can just uh, open up my computer, my oh, open up my phone whenever I get a notification about a motion event, uh, event and. Yeah, it's definitely if you don't have the <clears throat> if you don't have the money for really expensive security camera, you can just uh, have that app, and it will work just as just as well. Yeah, and, uh, I mean there is a variety of air quotes a cheap um, security cameras out there, but the cheapest ones you can find are around one hundred fifty dollars. And yeah, right now I do cheap. not have these money. Like I can barely afford food at the end of the month. So yeah, so it's either the either that camera or just yeah it's a nice app definitely but actually i think that's all we have for today our list yeah and guys we're really happy to announce that we are uh finally on itunes you can find us on itunes if you look up dan yet maybe uh you can also find us on stitcher and we are going to submit our podcast to other sources soon so if you're listening to us from a device and you wish for us to be on your BlackBerry phone or your Windows phone, we'll be submitting our podcast to different apps soon. Yeah, and you can also leave a comment if you want some specific yeah. source, and we'll definitely do that for you. Uh, we'll leave the original podcast on uh, yeah uh, on our blog. It's called danyetmaybepodcast.blogspot.com. Yeah. Let me check if that's true. Not DK. Yes. Just danyetmaybe.blogspot.com. Not DK. Uh, it's, it's, it doesn't uh, matter, actually. Yeah, right. Okay, again. danyetmaybe.blogspot.dk. Yeah. But from there, we are submitting our podcast via the RSS feed to, again, uh, what is it called? iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. And a variety of different apps. And right now we have around like 15 subscribers, so we're really happy. So yeah. thank yeah, you guys for listening. Yeah, if, if it's not too hard for you, you can maybe write a little comment so we know who are the people who are listening to us because we've been wondering about that. So if you would like to do that, we would be definitely very grateful. But if not, that's just fine with us. Yeah. And- Thank you for listening, people. And we hope that the apps that we've chosen to tell you about today will be helpful for you. And uh, yeah, hope that podcast was helpful. Yeah. You enjoyed it.